The following is presented by Lanier Technical College, Concept One Pulley Systems, and Year One Classic Muscle Car Restoration Parts. Hit it! Hang on, you're now part of the fastest podcast on the planet, Bud's Garage Overdrive. Produced in the studios of Jacobs Media, located in beautiful downtown Gainesville, Georgia. On today's show, Bud and the Bills discuss Tesla autopilot failures inside your dirty windshield, plus a review of the new products from the Las Vegas SEMA show with Bill Neelis from Street Toys and DJ Bill Wilson. All that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery right now. Let's kick it in overdrive. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut, and uh, Bill Wilson today is riding shotgun with me, and a good friend of mine who's also a car nut, uh, Bill Neelis from Street Toys. We're going to be talking about Street Toys a little bit later. Call him Car Nut the Magnificent. Yeah, Car Nut the Magnificent, yes, and DJ Bill. We'll talk about Bill's DJing a little bit later. Tim is on vacation or lost in action or something, but... Uh, he couldn't be here, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna whip this on you. I got Bill squared, and uh, we're gonna go right now into the into the podcast. So I got a couple articles here. Bill Neelis, uh co-host extraordinaire, substitute. I laid them out in front of you. Let's 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 latch on to some topics, some recent topics, some up-to-date topics. What grabs your interest? Well, the neat thing about all this put together is um, there's a lot of a lot of action happening in our world today. You're not kidding. So, yeah, I kind of, and it comes and goes, but yeah, Tesla uh, recalls uh, millions of vehicles. Everyone um, they've built. Has got to go back. Has got to go back. I don't know if it's got to go back. According to this, Tesla is, is usually able to make these changes uh, telepathically or not me electronically you know on the drive name. on the drive yeah on the drive because this they've had a thousand accidents with these cars uh, with the autopilot system and they never should have called it autopilot that's the problem yeah we get too safe we, well yeah because this thing is supposed to be an automatic driving it system advanced driver assistance features so you're supposed to be able to take your hands off the wheel but be present, and the thing will not run into anything because it has, you know, it has a radar or whatever that, that keeps you at a safe distance. Correct. And all you're basically doing is throttling the car, apparently. Well, the perfect word is assist. Yeah. And we think that, you know, uh, we take that for granted that if somebody says, I'm going to assist you, that means they're going to do it for you. Uh-huh. So you see that assist in your car. Yeah, it's like I don't need to use the brakes anymore because when the new cars get close to something, they're going to stop for you. Well, you still got to be there. Well, apparently they don't stop for fire trucks and things like that. Yes. And uh, tractor trailers and stuff. Or deer. Or deer. So, you know, it's it's a thing about doing that to the point that, and on the other hand, with these vehicles that have them, I don't know if you tried to manipulate a vehicle in a close confinement a parking garage but with all this assist on it it's hard for you to actually back out of a parking spot now without it just hitting emergency brake on you and just dead stop yeah uh first first time it does it or tenth time it does it scares you to death because you think you ran into something because you abruptly stopped so very fast. quick yeah yes. yeah absolutely um so yeah you know in testing you know, we're all t- today in a microwave society. We're we got to bring everything to the market so quick, and we're not going through what we should be going through the process of putting the car out there, yeah, and letting it do what we can find out what's wrong with it or what's what's uh, beneficiary to it. Well, we 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 are the guinea pigs, yes. in, and the whole equation is what happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, apparently, a thousand of us. Some of us have been killed in, in the process. And just, you know, just operating a car to begin with is dangerous enough. It's a responsibility. Yeah. Um, and and this, this, just, this automatic assist or this uh, autopilot, as soon as you put autopilot, it's like flying a plane. 
you know, you get on the plane and uh, you're not worried about it because the plane's going to fly itself. Yeah. You hope. But there's not uh, trees and cross yeah. traffic and that yeah. sort of thing <laughs> coming into the equation of being, a, you know, 70,000 feet in the air, too. Uh, you know, you run through a cloud, it's not going to hurt you, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. We just don't as long as there's not another plane in it. <laughs> yeah. But, but this, this feature now yeah. is, a, is an, you know, they have a... Uh, they have another upgrade to this. It's called full, full self-driving capability that sells for $12,000 up front or $199 a month as a subscription. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that gives you just an inflated sense of the technology capabilities. So, again, like you said, you know, to, you don't have to take this back to Tesla for them to fix it or back to one of their facilities to get it repaired because... You're thinking they can write a program, send it to the vehicle, download it. Um, a lot of companies now, and you know this, that uh, there's a few of them now that, uh, for instance, a seat heater's in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. You want the seat heater to work, you buy a subscription to the, to seat, the seat heater for that manufacturer, so yep. your seat heaters work. Yep. If you don't pay for it, you get cold. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying the same thing is going to happen here? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. You they know, say it's it, a free update, but you know. Yeah, it's uh, should it's built into the price of the car, um, and the crazy thing is, uh, uh, we'll have to go into something later that I found at a show. Yeah, that uh, will work with Teslas very well. And uh, a lot of other EV vehicles very well. And I've gotten some, uh, some great interest on it to the point that it's going to happen. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, in an unrelated Tesla story, if you buy the Cybertruck and you sell it before owning it for a year, they're going to fine you $50,000. Okay. I don't know how they're going to fine you $50,000, but... That's so what, what are they doing? Buying the truck and finding that the, the the supply and demand. Have you seen the truck? So you can. <laughs> I, I can't believe. Uh, I know some people bought GMC Hummer electric vehicles, like you know, take eight days to charge or something. Mm-hmm. I know some people bought them, and flipped them, and made crazy money on them. Right. But that there's a big difference between the looks of that thing. And the looks of the it's Cybertruck. It's to the guy that has everything, right? I guess. you got to have one of those. And now we got to build a garage just for it. Uh. I understand. So, again, when you said flip it, I know what you meant money-wise. Yeah. But I'm thinking, how do you flip one of them Hummers? Because they weigh, what, 32,000 pounds oh, or yeah, something? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you can't but the turn battery it over. is humongous. I bet. And it's all down low. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, you know, it's a niche vehicle. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know about flipping it. That would be a hard turn right there. That would there. be a hard flip. Yep, the yep. Cybertruck, on the other hand, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> so what do you got here about the windshields? Uh, oh, windshields, yeah. Yeah, right. it's kind of unique, you know, that... Uh, well, I know, you know, my, my usual co-host, Tim, whenever I get in his vehicle, mm-hmm. the windshield's always dirty on the inside because... Cigar smoke. Cigar smoke. Yeah, yeah. Or cigarette smoke, mm-hmm. you know, as it might be. But what they're, what they're talking about in this particular article, and I saw a product online that really caught my attention online or on TV, and you may be able to tell me about it because you just came back from the PRI show, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. New car smell and windshield haze are one and the same. Okay. Bill, does your car still smell new? I don't really smell anything in my car. Really? No. Okay. Every now and then I'll get one of those air fresheners, so it probably smells more like the air fresheners I put in there than anything oh, else. Oh, you got the fragrant floozy hanging off radio knobs. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, what this is, is it really isn't, it isn't cigar smoke. It isn't uh, cigarette smoke. Uh, it's not what you're eating or whatever you might think. Uh, it's the plastics and all the materials inside the car gassing out. Okay. Okay. So what it's saying, it's all the chemicals and the synthetics that are both on and under your dash. And it's what we call volatile organic compounds, VOCs. So... 
That's in the new cars. That's in the new car. So in 1970, the dashes were made out of metal. Yep. And the seats were made out of vinyl. Yep. We didn't have all the plastics in the car. That's right. Did the windshield still fog up back in the 70s? Well, I was, dat- I was dating in the 70s, so yeah, occasionally. <laughs> they did, didn't they? <laughs> and the firewalls and the cars weren't that tight like they are today. No, so probably no. you were getting some something through the, the firewall to, to fog it up yeah. at a point in time. And some, I understand some that. Some oil fumes. It's a carbon amazing. Monoxide. What, what little carbon monoxide going to hurt? You know? <laughs> well, <laughs> we've all went through it, right? So yeah. what I'm thinking, too, is, you know, they're going to have to find out what's to take care of this because we don't want our kids or young infants, no, no, uh, uh, you know, uh, getting around this and again uh, breaking their immunity down. And they go through great, great pains in Asian countries to not have the new car smell. So uh, I'm not going to assign this homework to you. I'll wait until Tim gets back. Okay. I want to know what they're doing in Asia to eliminate the smell, because the only way you could eliminate the smell is to eliminate the gassing of the materials. And uh, I, you know. So this is a lot bigger than what I've... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The new car smell is not something everybody's looking for in their car. No. Um, you know. So, so what, the, yeah. the thing is about that is, you know, windows get dirty. And plus, you know, you leave your window cracked at the... When you go into the store, you leave your windows cracked to keep yeah. the heat yeah. build up. Dust's going to get in there. Sure. It's going to go to the biggest window in the vehicle, which is the windshield. And I would also think, you know, I know it's glass, but uh, the heating and the cooling is going to to attract something on it and fog it up to something. But this is this is something new that I've never heard of, and I've been around a car all my life. Well, and they say that ammonia-based window cleaners work best. They cut through the chemicals. It's chem- it's the chemicals being deposited on your window, Correct. basically. And uh, it says. If that is too harsh to use rubbing alcohol or vinegar, which can have the same effect, uh, do not mix ammonia cleaners with any acids, alcohols, or bleach to avoid toxic fumes. Burn some brain cells. Yeah, you don't want to pass out while you're cleaning your windows. No. So they say spray the entire windshield and wipe it with a a dry, clean microfiber towel, then go over it again with another dry towel until the glass is dry and clean. And keep the air moving inside your car. You know, you were talking about the firewall mm-hmm. not being tremendously sealed or mm-hmm. whatever. Keep air moving through. Crack your windows once in a while. And don't use the... We talked about this on the show probably a month ago. The little button on your heater control yes. that just keeps the air circulating inside yes. the car. You need to bring in some outside air every so often. Mm-hmm. Even in the cold weather because you can get some carbon monoxide buildup inside any car because none of them are sealed that tight no no and you know so, exhaust goes out you hit something in a road and poke a hole and yep absolutely comes up through so so let me ask you i see this product online i've got as bud you know would have i have got one of these window things that's got a long handle on it that's uh it's shaped like an ironing board and you put little or not ironing board an iron and you put little uh, pads on it mm-hmm. so you can clean right down to where your windshield comes mm-hmm. to your dash and you know you can get it really clean inside so i'm watching one of the tv shows and they now have magnetic cleaners where this this thing that i'm talking about you clean the outside of your windshield with it and on the inside you've got a, a duplicate of it without the handle saves time and the magnets keep the two pads on and you just wipe across the window I like that. Have you seen those? Have not seen it. Uh, right. I'm going to have to look at that. We're going yeah, to have to look I mean, at that you know, and you have to get some of those. Uh, it was one of those things I saw and I thought, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dollar a day and all that. Yeah, yeah. So that would be something I could see that uh, detail shops and uh, uh, these thousands of uh, drive through car washes that are opening up would maybe use when they do the uh, upper end details and car washes yeah. speed things up for people i mean you know time's money type thing hmm. so if you can do two things at once inside outside I hadn't thought about that i don't know either i'm just thinking i haven't seen it but i'm going to look into it we use a visit glass it's uh aerosol right 
uh, glass cleaning. Uh, and the whole reason for it, it does not have ammonia in it. Ammonia is bad for your window films. Well, yeah, and it's also mm-hmm. it'll also delaminate the windshield. Mm. If you get it down, you know, where the dash meets the windshield, you get enough of it there. Mm-hmm. It, it through, what do they call that, osmosis? Okay. Where it gets soaked up in like a paper towel mm-hmm. works. Your, the inner layer of your windshield to do the same thing. Okay. And yeah, pick, yeah. pick that up and it starts to delaminate. So ammonia is good for good, you know, a lot of things. Yeah. But maybe not all the time in an automobile. Yeah. It uh, can cause problems, cost money. Well, and you also, anytime you're messing around with your dash, you know, or, or cleaning windows, stuff mm-hmm. like that, you, you, it's not a bad idea to throw a towel or something over your dash. Yeah. Because it can, some of this stuff, like the ammonia stuff, right. can take the finish off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Start cracking. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I was always told not to really use a lot of, uh, don't use name brand, but it's a protectant, makes it shiny yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you're, when you're cleaning your car because it can promote, It believe it or not, it looks shiny when you're done, but it can promote it drying out and starting uh, to wear quicker. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, especially on dashboards. But then again, with dashboards over the years, you know it as well as I do, and it doesn't matter what manufacturer, you'll see uh, a 13 four, uh, Ram 1500. Right. Every one of the dashes in are cracked. Just because? The manufacturer wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing before they shipped it to the assembly plant. Right. Uh, and we see that with cars. You know, you, 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 you start looking at Ford Tauruses now, and you'll realize that all the headlights, they fog up quicker than, say, a Jeep headlight would, or, you know. Well, you, you, a, you bring up an interesting point, because the angle of the window itself, the uh-huh. windshield itself, or the back glass, uh-huh. could have an effect on how the sun gets into your car and how much temperature creates oh, all those Oh, huge. Things. It's the biggest one. We uh, do have people that like to tint their front windows just uh and not because of the darkness to use maybe a ceramic film or something so mm-hmm. it would keep the heat out of the car now do they make a do they make a film that you can put on the inside of a windshield that you can see through but it'll still protect the interior from the sun yeah uh again ceramic okay and you can go to something that 70 percent or higher the higher the number, the more visibility you have. So right. we do this, and you don't know you have window tent on it, but it does two things. It keeps the heat out, and when you're driving at night, the new LED lights that blind you oh, man. takes the glare off. How come there is no law in the United States with all the other laws we come up with that govern headlight brightness and color? Um, uh, now that you said it, it's coming. Somebody heard you. It is coming. Uh, you know, they got to put laws on everything. Yeah, so, but, you, you know, yellow lights, blue lights, right. you see everything at night. You know, and also, it's kind of unique. You know, you go to races with me. Yeah. And say the Petit Le Mans. Yeah. We're sitting over there, and here comes 12 cars zooming past us. Yeah. They have the brightest, whitest lights you've ever seen, which is great when you're racing. The guys with the yellow lights. Now, can that driver see better with that yellow night? light at night have you ever used yellow lenses glasses uh i do when i used to drive yeah yes at any at night uh not during the day practice not qualifying but when the race would come a lot of times we raced underneath the lights uh i had a different shield yeah uh before i had shields i i went and found some shooting glasses that and it would brighten it up so you know everybody has their uh way of doing things but yeah the they should hold a headlight like maybe 6,000 the 9,000s are bright yeah. we install them and, and I know they're bright but the reason I'm doing it is because the person behind the wheel is having a vision problem at night correct want to be able to see yeah. they're yeah. driving out the country I'm, I'm there I'm there you know. oh I understand me too and um I, I really to be honest with you sometimes uh it's it's really weird with all the lighting on the road and on the side of the roads, like the gas stations that are used, they're trying to be as bright as they can to attract you to come to their store, that um, it's almost darker for some reason for me, even though it's brighter, because maybe there's so much going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's not the daylight color. 
I just put some daylight lighting inside my home. Mm -hmm. It changed that room completely. Yeah. And I've had over 30 years different lights. Yeah, sure. But we went to daylight, and it just it, unbelievable. So, yeah, I, you know, they'll, they'll govern it. Um, but again, um, it's like window tint and how high your bumpers can be. Yep. Uh, that's or how low they can be off of stock ride heights, supposedly. Um, it's, you know, to be honest with you, uh, they're not doing something really bad. So are they going to pull them over and say, hey, your headlights are too bright. I'm going to write you a fine. You got to change them. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know. It, it's, it's the problem is it's a 50 50. The guy in the car wants to see and the guy going against the car. Can't see so it's because of the guy out the other exactly. guy wants to it's see. It's a 50 50. Wow. Yeah, I understand. Crazy it, stuff. You know, people sometimes will bright light, you know, thinking my brights are on. And when I hit my brights to just tell them that I, my brights aren't on. You just blinded them worse. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I can light it up. Okay. So we can see. But yeah, you know, and I can see if we're out west or in the mountains when you're not, and I hate it when I'm riding. It's like the auto dim mirrors today don't auto dim the way they used to, it seems, because the lights are so much brighter. They still, you're still getting it. So now I'm tinting back windows a little darker to keep that. If somebody's maybe works a third shift or, you know, goes in and to work in the evenings or something you, or drives a lot at night. Yeah. These LED lights at night, your auto dim mirror, it's doing it what it did before, but can only do it so far. Exactly. Huh. All right. Well, you've made, you've made so many things so much clearer for me, pun intended. Uh, right. <laughs> I understand the windshield. All right. <laughs> You can see clearly now. You can see clearly. <laughs> Clearlier. Well, I Clear. thought it was a song. Clear. Yeah, well. You go into it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I am not going to sing it, I will tell you that. We're, we're going we're gonna to touch on a couple, uh, couple more of these in a bit. Um, but what I'd like to do right now is talk about engine building, which I do a considerable amount of uh, when re we're restoring older cars. And I go to a place in Cumming that is run by two brothers and their dad, and it is called Concept One. And they make, for people that can't even fathom this, they make what we call pulley systems. And a pulley system is everything that's on the front of your engine. Now, if you got an old-timey car, mm -hmm. you might have three belts or four belts running stuff on the front of that engine. Yep. And they make it a one-belt, maximum two-belt system called a serpentine belt. And they only do them for Fords and Chevrolets um, you know, because of the popularity of Ford and Chevrolets. And they do it for supercharged engines also um, because some of these people are running such big boost on their engines. Mm. They need wider belts and stuff like that. But Concept One, not only do they take the scrounging the junkyard out of the, the whole build, but the system fits. It looks beautiful. It's all built out of billet. You can get it, uh, you can get it clear. You can get it anodized. Uh, you can get it anodized silver, anodized black, and uh, the stuff fits. You don't have to use washers and none of that stuff. It's all, all Allen hardware, and uh, it, it just fits. It works. It looks beautiful, and, you know, it's, uh, it's great stuff. It's made right here in Georgia. And they've got all the CNC machines and stuff at their shops. And not only do they build the systems, they, they get the components to match the systems, like your power steering. And they know what pressures the power steering needs to run on your rack. They go that deep into it. Alternators. I know you run into this in your business. People want to put a lot of electronics and stuff. You need to change the alternator. Mm -hmm. uh, the AC units. You want to go to these small Sanderson units, I believe they're called, yep. um, you know, to, to fit, especially on an LS. They have got components for the LS engine where you can reclock the uh, water outlets and stuff on the engine so you clear everything when you put it into another vehicle that it wasn't designed for. And if you got a question, you call them up, you tell them what you're doing. They have probably already done it or have a CAD of it, and they will design a system for you and have it, have you ready to go. Seems like it'd be low maintenance, too. Oh, it is. It, you know? it, it's, it's, it's low a, maintenance. You do it, and you can go on to a something else, and it's there, yep. and it's proven. Yep. It sounds bulletproof to me. It is bulletproof. So yeah. check them out at year one or c1.com. All right. 
as I mentioned earlier in the show, we have Bill Nealis with us from Street Toys. Street Toys is a aftermarket specialist that make toys for your your vehicle. They don't make they they sell them and install them is what yeah. I meant. There you go. And and they uh, you know trucks. Uh, how how big a trucks? How big a trucks do you? We got fifty five hundreds. Fifty five hundreds. Okay. And cars, everything across the board. You mentioned Tesla. You do much Tesla stuff? Or? Believe it or not, uh, we do. There's a few things we can do to them. Uh, obviously, the window film. Sure. We do a lot of that to them. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, weather text. That's, you know, that sort of thing. Um, what I found out at the SEMA show this year, and I was going to tell you a little bit about that, okay. is uh, there is a manufacturer we found out of Canada that uh, um, it's named Thor. And uh, F O R E, yeah, okay. And uh, what they've done is they have made a exhaust system that is a um, about the size of a basketball. It's kind of weird, they're going to change the design, but right now it's about the size of a basketball and it's got a uh, about a two inch tube coming off of it, about eight inches long. And uh, we give it power and ground. And then we go into the uh, computer, and uh, uh, it's like a fly-by-wire to where it knows where your throttle is on your gas pedal. Yeah, because you no longer have a gas pedal. You have an air pedal. Right. And it's not connected to anything. It's a remote control. Exactly. So we're picking up the data from that. Right. And uh, through your smartphone, now your Tesla can sound like a G8 if you want it to. If you want it to sound like a wicked vet going down the road, it can sound like that. Really? Yes. Um, where, where do you, where do you, now it's got a tube in it, so where do, where's so the tube So out position? of the back of the, like you out think, of the back there's, of the car. you think the exhaust should be coming out of the back of the car, so we mount it up, and that's where the tube comes out, that's where the sound comes out, just like a normal exhaust on the back of a car would. So what's inside the ball? Is it a speaker? So we haven't tore one apart yet, but oh. yes, it, it's kind of a, like a speaker type drone thing. So, uh, you know, one day, because when they come to me, they're sealed up. So there's no water, debris, that sure. sort of road yeah. dirt getting into them. But one day, and they didn't have one cut apart at the show because they didn't want people seeing. Seeing what's inside. Exactly. So that's that's the mystery. But it's crazy that when you're standing, and I was with Johnny Jackson, you know Johnny, mm-hmm. uh, and my friend Wayne, uh, uh, we were walking the, the floor one day at SEMA this year, and, and we walk up and the guy's, it's got a few of these on display, and he has his foot on a gas pedal basically. And he's pushing it down, and it's room. I mean, it's, you know, uh, making a car sound, basically. You got three guys like us have to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've been around this all of our lives. Sure. It, it, you got to impress me. And we're all half deaf. <laughs> and we stopped. And next thing you know, we're, like, looking at each other and smiling. And, you know, and here I'm standing with a guy that owns Xfinity Team. Right. Johnny Jackson. Mm-hmm. His wife has a Tesla. He just looked at me, and we started quizzing these guys, you know, and uh, doing things, and we're playing with them. And we're now we got you know their pamphlets out. We're going through them, and we're working these guys. We got three guys, you know, transmissions. Yep, yep, yep. Me, Johnny, there. Uh, we're we're quizzing these guys on on this, and you know what vehicles it can do, and how's it mount, and you know we're over there like wanting to take one and go out to a car in the in the show somewhere and start right. mounting it on this thing. So, you know? so is Wayne, Wayne. You mentioned Wayne. He's a transmission guy. Uh, did, did he yeah. ask him? Whether the the does a noise replicate a transmission? Why shifting gears? So yes, you can get a manual sound. It's basically what they've done is uh, you download an app like we got to do for everything. everything. Yeah. yeah, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that app off of theirs, they have all these different and they'll keep building their app bigger and bigger and bigger to the point that we said, well, well, can it sound like Jetsons, their, their spaceship taking <laughs> up? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yes. Right. And, uh, you know, so that's one thing I brought back. And, you know, so my target audience standing there with me is already sold. And he's on his phone texting 
a gentleman that we both know that lives in Florida. Yeah. That uses his Tesla on his farm. They don't go to the street no more. They bought it. Wife uses it on the farm because it's got a stall that it goes to and gets plugged in. And when she opens the back hatch and decides to throw horse feed or something for a fence in it, that's what she drives around on the farm. And if she gets stuck, she just gets out and walks back because the Tesla's stuck. It's the, they punish the thing. So we're doing one for her. And that's, yeah. So the funny thing is it being able to do something like that, uh, that vehicle, you know, there's, it's limited to what you can do. We're not doing lifts to them. We're not doing this. Obviously, I'm not putting a super battery in them because I thought, well, the batteries that are stock can only do so much, but those cars have plenty of torque in them, you know. Uh, we're not, so we got to figure out something to do. So there's something, yes, I can do to a Tesla. Now, you bring up the, the battery, okay? Mm -hmm. How many batteries? I know they they're filled with you know double A batteries or whatever the Tesla is. Yeah, right. I've seen I've seen the Cybertruck where all the batteries fall out of mm. when it tips over, <laughs> kind of thing um, on on YouTube. I, are there any low voltage accessories that you can put into a Tesla? Do they have a twelve volt so system in there for anything? So if I were to yes, so for instance, I do subwoofers. You know, that takes a 12-volt amp. You know, okay. that's, I'm running 12 volts. Uh, we go into a certain place and get our 12 volts. I don't need that amplifier getting over 18 volts. It'll it'll smoke it. Yeah. They're not designed. So, you know, if not, um, I've got a manufacturer that we keep in stock that uh, if something's 36 volts or something, I can back it down to 12. I, oh, keep, okay. that, I keep that in inventory. Also, let's go the other way. We've got that customer comes in and wants to, not everybody resto mods their liquor cars. Right. Their 34s or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Back then they were six volts. Yeah. Uh, they want to keep it that way. Why? But they want, huh? because <laughs> I know, I know, I know. not everybody wants to, you know, I always tell somebody it can only be new ones. Ah, right. Okay. Original ones. Right. Once you alter something, it's been altered. I'm sorry. It's not original. So, no. So we get the... But not, having worked on six-volt stuff, I'm just But thinking, the guy still oh, wants yeah, know, a radio because when this car was built, was there a... When did AM start? 20s? I don't know. 30s? Okay. I just figured I'd ask you a new radio. I wasn't in that time frame, for gosh <laughs> sakes. 50s, Bill. 50s on up, right? I'm, okay. I'm, 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 thinking, uh, I'm, I'm thinking 40s. Okay. 40s, yeah. So you're 19. Bill, wait a minute. Wait, look, I got Bill squared here. <laughs> Bill, when did AM radio start? I have no idea. Okay. That's all right. We all got phones. We could Google it, but we're not going to. All right. So That's fine. But when, all right. Now, let me ask you another question. <laughs> how do you, how <laughs> that you, would work full well. You, you have a hybrid. What would you like your car to sound like? If we, if we can get one of these units for you, do you want your car to sound like a vet? Do you I want it to sound like the Jetsons? my car runs silently. <laughs> okay, that's good, too. I don't like loud cars. <laughs> <laughs> I drove them back to the station one day in my truck. Mm -hmm. You know, Borla exhaust, right, right. the attack system mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He says, is this thing supposed to be this noisy? Says, noisy? <laughs> what do you mean noisy? That's that's V8. That's power. That's healthy. That's healthy. That's I was never healthy. one of those monster car guys that likes a loud, loud noise. I'm, I'm like, I love the silent silent ride silence is golden huh? yeah okay but Good you know i think too uh <laughs> going with that though especially with backing up the the evs when they first come out they made no noise now at least they hum they, and do something they got, ours has a yeah dinging so sound. that's yours, all yours does that when you back up yeah for safety yeah now we could probably do it so it's like a semi truck when you put, <laughs> or, or the beep beep screaming loud bells oh, yeah. dinging or whatever so yeah you yeah, pay want, attention. Yeah, I want my EV to sound like a Freightliner. You, they're they going to keep it. coming with these apps as fast as they can make it because it'll make it, uh, be able for me to sell to it. Like, Bill doesn't want his to sound like that, but if I could have it chirping like a bird going down the road, maybe that would enthuse him to spend the money to have it installed. We don't know this, so they're going to keep coming out with that. It's going to help me uh, promote their product. And I think it's just a weird... So let's we got EV cars. Yeah. That we can now, and everybody's building them, you know, Chevy, Ford, um, you know, we got companies that are starting up their own names, building them. So that's a unique thing. Um, 
how many of these and I've got to and I'm working on it and because I'm being forced to work on this and you know who buy uh, and it's just going to open up another market for the same thing golf carts so you yeah, go to these right. golf yeah. cart communities yeah. uh, when Joe sees Larry with his golf cart and he hung a different body on his golf cart the first thing he's going to tell his wife is I want one of those Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Christmas, they're going to have the golf cart parades and they go nuts oh, yeah. decorating these things. Yeah. If I can figure out the throttle response of on and off on a golf cart, or we're going to take a piece, and I'm working on it already with uh, a piece that I've already got, and we're working with this thing to make your golf cart. So when you're in your community and you go past somebody, now the volume's on your phone. So it don't have to be loud. But when you go past your buddy and almost mirror him and you turn that thing wide open, you get on it and we, we, in the diesel world, we call it smoking them. Yeah. Right? Pretty much do that. It's just, yeah. It'll, yeah. And I've asked Rodney them, but they thought about Knight it. But Caddyshack. What's that? Rodney Dangerfield and Ted Knight in Caddyshack. <laughs> there you Did go. they do that? That's right. That's right. That's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so there's markets for things it's not intended for, but you do that in the industry. Oh, yeah. You it's, know, you, know. Uh, you can't follow everybody and expect to get ahead of them. No, no, absolutely not. All right, well, let's let's yeah, go back go to back your to business me. for a little bit. Uh-oh. All right, you're, C- you're at SEMA Show because you own a, a aftermarket automotive install. Accessories. Mm-hmm. Automotive accessories. You do... I'm not, obviously not on Teslas. You do lifts. Oh, yeah. You do lowering. Oh, yeah. What other what other stuff do you do? So we do leather. Uh, a lot of leather every day. Cat skins, um, basically. Uh, we, yeah. do, yeah. We, we are a cat skin dealer. Um, so we go out there and see what the new patterns no are No cats be. are involved in this. Just don't. German cows. German cows. Okay. They come from Germany. The cows are grown in Germany. Um, there's no fences. They don't want, there's no trees where these cows are growing and they're not like veal. Uh, they're very humanely, but their time, they, they go after one thing. Okay. And that's the leather. Yeah. And uh, so long story short, we use them. They're a great product. They stay on top of things. Even during a pandemic, uh, they um, were there for, for us, our, the restylers. Um, that we, we, they were there for us. They had us some product um, and did real well. Um, so do that. Um, we do a lot of hitches, a lot of fifth wheel, gooseneck. Um, again. Well, we uh, live in that community. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we're all, we all got trucks. Well, I do a lot on uh, SUVs. I do them on uh, the, um, you know, the crossover vehicles. Yeah. That you're not hauling the 24-foot enclosed trailer behind you, but you got uh, a lawn trailer that you use once in a while. Right. Um, Or we're going to go ride bikes, and you uh, it's easier to get a bike off of something that slid into your hitch, it's low to the ground, than off the roof. Oh, for sure. um, And loading, too. So we do a lot of hitches, uh, that sort of thing. Um, Just brought something else back from the show, hitch-wise. A lot of the new vehicles, you can go into your dash or uh, on the vehicle itself, and it tells you what your uh, air pressures are in your tires. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You know, if uh, you got a low tire pressure, it'll pop up on the dash, you know, a warning signal or something, and your left front tire is four pounds low, and you can address and that. And now you can buy that for a vehicle that didn't come so, with that? So, especially on what I've got them for, too, is trailers. Yep. I've got all the people that are use trailers, uh, campers that sit for 11 and a half months and the guy wants to go get it out of his backyard and he's going to go to Texas with it to go camping with the family. 80 miles an hour. Right. Yeah. So uh, you can wash the air pressures now on your trailer. Uh, or I have found these guys that actually use trailers for a living. And they're going from here to Arkansas. They're going to do jobs. They work for Perina, for instance, and they do the weldings, but they're based out of Gainesville, but their rigs roll for that week somewhere to work, and then they come back. Um, they're always blowing tires. 
and it's lack of air pressure most of the time. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Uh, so I'm doing a lot of that. I, I, I personally, when I finally seen this, it was for me. Well, if I'm going to use it, I know I can help my customers with it. Yeah. Or, in, or at least let my customers know about it, let them make the decision. And I haven't heard anybody complain about being able to, and it, again, it's an app on the phone. I would love to be able to integrate it, and it's coming into, say, the screen that you have on your vehicle so you can push another button on the screen right. and see your trailer. Some vehicles, uh, you know, we, so that's going to be a unique thing for us. I, you know, there's, the show this year going out there was kind of a weird year. It's been weird since uh, the pandemic. Mm, I mean, sure. you know, they shut it down. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's we do a lot of things like that. And my business, I started out what ninety three, and I was going mobile to car dealerships doing keyless entries and FM modulated CD changers. Sure, um, that worked then. What worked the next year? What worked the next year? Continuing, and it was you know that's why I go to these shows. I've got to go find the widget that's out there and bring it back to my area. Right. And if it's for my dealers, we do a lot of car dealer work. I do a lot of accessories for car dealers, um, new and used car sides. Uh, you know, used car side, uh, they get it in and somebody's done something or went through the auction and, you right. know, there's a radio in a dash, but yeah. there's no wires to the back of it. Yeah, right. You know, they, the, the list said, yes, radio, yes. Didn't say it worked. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. And, and now you just talked about this tire pressure thing. Could mm-hmm. you put that on a vehicle that didn't have it? Oh, yeah. So what do you have to do to the tires? You have to have some kind of sensor in the wheels. In, in, the, in the valve stem. In the valve stem. It's all about the valve stem. I should have brought some literature with me. And I'll, I'll send no, no, it to we'll, you. We'll talk but about yeah, it. But um, yeah, it's all about the valve stem. Uh, there is a, uh, you've got to wire on the trailers and you can do it in a car. Um, there's a brain that those sensors talk to. Yeah. It receives and then ha- it transmits out Bluetooth to your phone. So you got an app, brings that Bluetooth up, and it has a screen on it. So you can be riding down the road and look. Say you have two axles, four tires. Right. You can look at the left front axle, see what the air is in that, that sort of thing. So, yeah, it, yeah, we, you're, it, we're being able to upfit and do things. Not every vehicle comes through as a king ranch, as a high country. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay, I mean, uh, there's the affordable vehicles, too. They don't have everything on them, but maybe you want that. That's why we do seat heaters. I sell seat heaters in August and July, too. It's not always, and it, they, everybody calls them seat heaters. A lot of my customers get it is because... Their backs. Exactly. Yep. I turn it on after work. I'm stressed out. My back hurts. I get out of the parking lot. I can feel it because it's getting warm. Then your mind goes away from that because now your back's relaxing. Now, do they do as long as you brought up seat heaters mm-hmm. or back heaters? Let's put it. This, okay. You can put them in either in the either in the butt portion or the back portion of the, of the seat. Mm-hmm. Do they make one that also will massage? Yes. That's that's installable now. You can do that or a lumbar that actually can blow up and get your posture correct. Oh, okay. Sitting in the seat, uh, we do that um, also. So, you know, and then we do heated and cooled seats. So I can take a vehicle that has cloth seats in it and put right. leather in it with heat and air. Okay. So, again, we're taking the $40,000 vehicle, and you're not spending 90000 Correct. And you're getting what you want. Just, right. you know, you don't need all the whistles and bells. Right. I love cars. I breathe them. You yeah. Know, 4 o'clock in the morning, yeah. I think about cars, yeah, right? there you go. There you uh, go. We had this conversation. and uh, But the, I don't need the thing driving for me. I'm sorry. I turn that stuff off. I... When I, and I get to, and I'm blessed, very blessed with my business and the people I'm with that the, I get to drive a lot of new vehicles. Oh, sure. Yeah. And yeah. I yeah. love it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I go through a checklist when I jump in it. I want to turn that thing off that uh, it stops and starts all the time. That annoys me. Okay. I, I think it's unsafe. That's just me. I know why they do it. But. <clears throat> why? The, 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 well, they do it to save fuel. They oh, think. Okay. But then you're, then you're starting your engine you know, a hundred times between 
here in Atlanta, in our case. Minimum. Yeah. And, and Going down Green Street. Well, yeah, same thing. But <laughs> what happens? What happens when you shut off your engine? Where's your crankshaft? Where's Drops right down on the bearings. That's right. That's right. And then your engine starts up again. Uh, and it takes about six seconds to get oil pressure. Oh, yeah. We did a show on that one day. But no, it, no. No. And, Believe me on that. And if it's, you know, if it's 90 degrees mm-hmm. and you shut your, your engine off in traffic, mm-hmm. that crank is just laying there. Mm-hmm. And then you got to pump it back up. And the oil is already thin. I, I know there's viscosity involved in all that, but you're on a very, very small layer of oil at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And it can't be good for the starter. Now, this is just one car guy talking to another car guy. It, it can't be good for the starter. And here I want to buy into a starter business or something because starters, yeah. you know, I don't know what how a, many I don't many know what times? a starter costs for, for a vehicle that shuts off and on. Yeah, it's, well, it's not the normal thing we run down here at AutoZone and get for our 350 uh, Ford motor, right? No, no. I mean, it's not going to be the $69 starter. No. Well, it's, it's like you and I can't. When's the last time you bought a $35 alternator? <laughs> you know, people don't realize you got all this jazz in your car. Yeah. And you got a $300 plus mm-hmm. alternator because you got heated seats, you got mm-hmm. fuel injectors, mm-hmm. you got electric fuel pumps, you got bright headlights, you got a monster stereo. And it's all working off CAN bus, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're got, I think the new Tundra has 32 plus computers in the truck. I don't doubt it. Yes. Way more wow. than the space shuttle. And it went where? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you don't think we can use that in the court? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're just, a, we're just going. So my thing, again, going back to starting parks, it's okay. You're talking about. Does the, you know, what if you jump? The what if you jump out into an intersection and it doesn't start? Yeah. Okay. Well, I understand. I don't know. I don't you, know. We you, don't you, have. You make that move and it starts and stops. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because something, that's the time that the starter decided to. Or it did start, but the piece that is designed to, to tell it to go to not to shut off decides that it's going bad. So now you get rear-ended. Yeah. Oh, I understand. I don't know. I, it just. Yeah, again, uh, mail people shut theirs off at every mailbox. Mine does. I've watched her. She comes in. She shuts it off. She goes through her stuff. She opens the door. She does the mail. She closes the door. And a lot of times puts that seatbelt back on because she took it off. Even though she's sitting halfway in the middle of the road to get in her box to get that mail out. Seatbelt back on cranks it and goes so i don't know uh <laughs> i don't even know what motors in a mail truck to be honest with you what they I th- thought it back in the day was a jeep motor or something oh but, yeah. yeah yeah but you know it's yeah there's uh the, that's a good use for an electric vehicle you know there okay. are there are there are uses for electric vehicles oh, yeah 100 percent, and dumb uses for them. i can if, see if that. they're going to go back somewhere and plug in at night yeah Back into its stall. Yeah. And you, you, there you go. Yeah, back into yeah, its stall. And you know how yeah. far you're going to go during the day. Yep. It's perfect. I could see that, uh, you know, but what would it cost a male place that's losing money? You know, it's not for UPS. You know, a lot of places are trying to, to, to rent it off of uh, natural gas or, you know, that sort of thing. Their fuel. But again, they got to have filling stations for that. You just well, don't like go hydrogen. into a QT. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. It's uh, it's it, we're in a we're growing pains like but, normal. Well, there's a lot of flux going on with, you know, Amazon is ordering electric vehicles, because uh, Rivian is building them. I think yeah. it was Rivian. Yeah. Yes. But there, there, you know, the truck's going to go 150 miles a day, mm-hmm. and it's going to go park somewhere at night. Right. And uh, or you could go back to your your warehouse. Mm-hmm. Your loading station. Halfway. Yeah. yeah. Pick up another truck and do your afternoon run. So yeah, it's going to change the way we think about things. Yeah. You know, like you said, there's time and place for everything. All right. Getting back to the store, getting back to SEMA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what else caught your attention? You're talking about this this acoustic system yeah, for yeah, an electric yeah, vehicle. Yeah, yeah. I know Borla makes one also. Mm-hmm. Because uh, mm-hmm. I saw him, saw him put it on a Mach-E on some TV show. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. Um, uh, so... What other, what other industries are out there that you just when you see the widget they made you think, huh? Why you know 
who who needs that? Right. And then it then it dawns on you, why? Yeah, it's like cleaning both sides of the window at the same time. Exactly. You know, who needs that? I need that because, well, it's just I can do two things at one time. Well, normally, and I think we can't figure out 18 or 19 years I've done SEMA. Right. I'm trying to figure, you know, it is what it is. Uh, missed a couple because of uh, the pandemic, but everybody did because they weren't there. Yeah, right. Um, seen things over the years. This year was, again, every year something's unique. Um, this year, you got to remember that uh, there was no Ford, no Dodge, no Chevy there. There was no boost there. They were on strike. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that they weren't showing their stuff, but they don't come out there. To, they do that in Chicago or Cal, where's the other big where they debut their new cars? Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So long story short, they they weren't there, but it you know it was kind of weird they weren't there. Um, the uh, the crowd was kind of iffy the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot of my suppliers saying, "Is there anybody outside waiting to come in?" Yeah, they were joking because you just walk in. Um, it, it, it gained as the week went. Um, but the, 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 is there a vendor day and, and a, a public day or is well, it they, you were supposed to Tuesday. Well, it used to be credentials only. Right. I understand. And then, um, it, it's, bud, it's becoming more of a car show. Right. Because not everybody can hold until November to show their new product. Right. If they've got it, they want to bring it. Yep. You know, they're not going to let it sit somewhere and collect dust if they're making money on it. So a lot of times, uh, that's why we have manufacturer's reps. They come out and show you something. They bounce the roads. They, they'll come in and show you a new piece or a new big cover or that sort of thing. And uh, the uh, what I'm seeing after the pandemic or right before the pandemic, I'm starting to see massive people or not people but massive manufacturers that aren't coming every year they're like every other year every other year um because you know when i come back i think it was uh 93 i come back i was just floating on air because i bought into xm there was no cirrus yet right yeah and i was being able to put this in the vehicles and people First few people I talked to, I said, I got satellite radio and it's got all these channels to listen to. And the first thing out of their mouth was, I'm not paying to listen to radio. Hmm. Because well, I have an antenna on my car, you know. Yeah, right. Well, my dad said that about cable TV too. Sure. I realized there yeah. was boxing on it and he loved watching boxing. So we got, yeah. So um, it was, you know, that was my widget. Yeah, it took me into places and got more customers going, excitement going. I like coming back and exciting my crew. Yeah. Get my customers, my dealers excited, uh, showing them something. They ain't. That way, there's a way for them because you know as well as I do at uh, the dealer aspect of my business, you can go online and see what they paid for that truck at sure. the dealership. Yep. There used to be a big thing back in the day of holdbacks that the dealer got that nobody knew about. Mm -hmm. And you can see that now. Or was there rebates that the dealer got and it was up to them if they wanted to share it with you or not. Correct. Um, There was none of this creative financing back in the day. So there was ways to to get energy moving with them, which was kind of neat. But, you know, then this year, and I hope they kind of changed the date, which I think they are, but uh, the F1 race was coming. Yep. And so you had uh, a lot of access in that town, even though that, uh, so say there, there's, there's SEMA in one facility, and then you have somebody showing something in a different facility because they had roads shut down. It, oh, yeah. It was yeah, hard to manipulate yeah. the town. Yeah. We're talking Vegas now. Yeah, 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 yeah where the show was. Yeah. So that kind of, it was a weird year this year. Um, you know, I brought back a couple of things I thought was unique uh, that was new. That uh, my biggest thing the last couple of years is they could show you something. And you're like, okay, I'll take 100 of them, for instance. And right. they're like, well, we'll start shipping them in April. 
We're just getting thumbprints. That, that doesn't. <laughs> We're just getting thumbprints. Yeah, we right. We want to yeah. see because there's way now today. Um, don't want to have them in stock. They want to fill them as needed. It's that or we don't have the employees in our facilities today right. to manufacture these things to put it out. At that quantity. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's it's, it's, it's weird industry right now with us, and I'm watching it go backwards again. It, it started getting until about June this year. I've seen it coming back after the pandemic. During the pandemic, everybody... And the manufacturer, bed covers, the tire manufacturers, the rim, it doesn't matter, shocks. They were losing people because they were staying home or they shut down because of the pandemic. And I understand all that. We're trying to save our lives. We're going through something we've never seen before. And But the problem was when they, when they lit back up and turned the lights on, they had no welders. They had nobody coming back. They relocated. Right. They've, they're doing something different now. Yep. And it's, for instance, I'm going to use a big cover, uh, you know, like you put on your bed to cover it up. Um, they couldn't supply nothing. They used before they were running three shifts a day. Now they're trying to fill one, one shift yeah. to, to manufacture product. But the thing is, uh, the, the demand was still there. And actually during the pandemic, for some crazy reason, Car sales skyrocketed. I mean, they, uh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yep. Um, they yep. couldn't get them. They couldn't get them, but and and maybe that maybe that was the reason. Yeah. So you know, it was a weird show this year. Um, so the, the the seeing the new widgets is not as you don't have that one thing when you're walking into the show and you're you're excited, or yeah. when you left, you're excited. It's like I seen a couple of things, or a lot of times when I go, Bud, to be honest with you, I go out there to see if I can get a better deal on the product I'm selling so I can bring it back and give my my car dealerships or my retail customers sure. a better pricing because of the Internet. Yeah. I fight the Internet all day with pricing. And I want to be able to tell my customer, I'll match for this product, this part number. That's That's the key. Yes. You know, you, 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 these people that buy online, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I went through this with a, I needed a module to unlock a Corvette that I was building. Mm -hmm. And I went to a reputable, reputable manufacturer that makes a module to bypass the lockout on the steering column. Mm. Yep, yep. Yep. For the shifter. Yeah. Okay. No, it was, uh, no, it was, I couldn't turn the oh, key. Oh, that's right. The yeah, key. the steering that's column. Right, that's right. That's right. I got done with the car and I couldn't back, I could back it out of the garage. I couldn't turn the wheel. And I thought, <laughs> what is going on? And I found out it was a common problem in a C5 Corvette. At some point in its life, it's going to do this. Right. And this company, when I called the guy, I talked to the president of the company. He's on the phone with me. And he says, yes, we make them. We do this. We do that. And you could tell that you were talking to a Corvette guy. Mm -hmm. You could tell you were talking to a car guy. Mm -hmm. So I ordered the thing. My wife's got an Amazon, whatever you call it, account where there's mm -hmm. no shipping. Right. I said, here's the thing I want. Mm -hmm. And would you please order it for me? Because if I get on the computer, I'm going to shut down the entire <laughs> Internet. So she gets on the computer and orders the exact thing that I had talked to this guy about. Right. And it was cheaper a little bit. But I wasn't. I wasn't about. I wasn't about price. I talked to the guy. I wanted to get his, you know, exactly. his thing. Thank you. And it comes to me, mm -hmm. and it's not even in a. It's right. Not, it's not even a in, in a, a, a a a presentable box. I understand. You know, you open it up and it's got some tissue paper around mm -hmm. it, and I'm thinking, what? There's no instructions, mm -hmm. uh, and 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 I call the guy up. He says, that ain't mine. I said, what do you mean, eight years? Mm -hmm. And he's got your part number. He says, tell mm -hmm. me more. Mm -hmm. And I sent him a picture of the box, and he got on the, oh, he, he blew up. He said, mm -hmm. wow, somebody in Shanghai or something mm -hmm. is making it, mm -hmm. and they're selling it as our product. Mm -hmm. And I guess there's repercussions from all that kind of stuff. So you, so you got to watch that stuff. Mm -hmm. this, this is fascinating. I've taken up a lot of your time. We want to do a part two next week. Are you good with that? You want to come on? I'm back? in. You're in. I'm in. Bud's Garage. Fantastic. Yes, Bud's sir. Garage and Bud's Garage Overdrive. Oh, yep. got to have that. Yeah, because the Shift terrestrial gear. radio show is Bud's Garage, which That's is also true. on the podcast form. Mm -hmm. And then Bud's Garage Overdrive. And before we leave here today, 
I want to mention, you're talking about car shows. Mm-hmm. And at the SEMA show, you're going to see a lot of resto mods and things like that. But if you're restoring a muscle car, and it's a classic muscle car, and you want to get the parts to bring it back to what we call original, even though, you know, some parts break and wear out over time. That's right. You reach out to our, our friends at Year One, and uh, they have got whatever you need for whatever brand of vehicle you have. They don't have catalogs anymore, but they've got them. Nobody does because you nope. can't afford to print the things. Mm-hmm. But they have, uh, you can go to Firebird. You can go to um, Mustang. You can mm-hmm. go to Camaro, whatever, on their website. Mm-hmm. And every week they've got specials. So you get on their email blast and you find out what the specials are. You know, we've just come out of the holiday season, but year round you can get gift certificates, things like that. And they've got it, they can ship it. And when you call somebody, you're talking to somebody that's probably put that on a car. It fits. And it fits. Mm-hmm. So check out their products at yearone.com. Well, Bill. We've, it's time for thank yous right now. Okay. I want to thank Bill Nealis from Street Toys for being here. And we're talking about Bill Squared. That's because our other Bill is DJ Bill. Bill, tell us about DJing, please. Thanks, bud. I, uh, I'm the game coordinator, production coordinator for DJ Trivia. We're a nationwide family-friendly trivia game playing in a venue near you. Log on to djtrivia.com. Find out where you can play some family-friendly trivia. And if you're doing it in North Georgia, you just might find me hosting as well. Set up the autograph table. When are you going to come out, by the I'll way? I'll be out there. Bill and I are going to come out somewhere. Good, I, I hope we do. We've got lots of car questions. Oh, good. <laughs> We've got lots of car answers. Some of them may even be right. Also we'll want to thank. I also want to thank the great folks at Jacobs Media that provide the production studio uh, to do the podcast in. want to thank all of you for listening. Um, welcome you back next week for part two of this interview with Bill Nealis from Street Toys. And uh, don't, re- don't forget Terrestrial Radio, Bud's Garage, uh, here at WDUN AM 550 and FM 102.9 on Terrestrial Radio. But you can also get the it in podcast form. And um, until then, keep between the ditches, shiny side up. We'll see you next week right here at Bud's Garage Overdrive at your favorite podcast site.